to Scene and Nerd Podcast. We are back talking all things The Flash Season 3 and more. Spoiler alert, because we watched the episode and the entire season, so all of our predictions and thoughts are well-educated, quote-unquote. <laughs> so please, if you have yet to watch this episode or are not caught up on The Flash, I strongly discourage you from finishing listening, but go watch, come back, listen. Hopefully we can help you um, theory spiral. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and returning is the Flash superfan, Will Polk. Thanks for having me back. You're welcome, and they kind of forced me to. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Uh, You had had the rating spike, you know. Yeah. Well, you're so good on Twitter. (laughs) Thank you. Because if you are... If you like The Flash and you're not following Will, then I don't I don't know how you get your news, all of the good details, all of your scoops. Just follow Will on Twitter. He'll give you the down low. Thank you. Thank you for the shout out. I appreciate it. Sarah, you're also a great tweeter. Uh, even 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 POTUS would uh, they come at you for all your awesome tweets. Yep, that's right, guys. Cena Nerd just got political. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will stay far, far away. I think everyone is here to take a break from all the craziness. So let's let's just talk about this episode. True. It is true escapism. And I would argue that I'm a good retweeter because if you follow me on Twitter, I don't post that much on a daily basis. And that's for a number of reasons. But um, The Flash, season Season 3, Episode 12, Untouchable. And what are your thoughts on the episode overall? Overall, it was a much better episode than the last week's. Uh, I have to be honest that the uh, vibe episode, uh, last week's episode left me kind of meh. Uh, you know, a lot of build up for Cisco and Gypsy, but you know, they, they, their moments were awesome. But the rest of last week's episode just kind of left me kind of cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and no, you have not been in contact with Caitlin Snow, correct? God, I have not. I have not. Okay. Even though I may this... sound, even though I may sound like it right now. But, right. Uh, but uh, but this week it, it was it was good. Uh, I, overall, uh, it was fun seeing uh, Barry train Wally. Uh, and, uh, as far as, uh, Wally, uh, coming into his own as a speedster, uh, Barry, you know, continuing to expand on his knowledge of, uh, speed force and being a speedster and, and phasing. I mean, those, you know, I don't want to jump too far ahead because we were just getting started here, but, uh, there was some, uh, some just off the hook work by Barry, uh, you know, utilizing his powers. Um, the, uh, the episode also did, you know, of course we, for all the West Island folks out there, uh, definitely, you know, had very strong West Island overtones as pretty much the rest of this second half of the uh, season is going to obviously have. And, um, and uh, the only quibble I have is uh, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how are they going to make HR relevant? 
<laughs> Other than HR had, is had, always relevant. He's relevant for a good. He's a good comedic foil for Cisco. Uh, but that's about the only use he has. I mean, the, the open, opening sequence when Barry and, and Wally were about to race was it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good, uh, good inter, high energy, you know, start to the episode. Uh, you know. Fun just seeing everybody just placing their bets and uh, uh, and then HR doubling down uh, when he thought right. Wally was going to win. But uh, but yeah, you know. But beyond that, that's that's he, he basically at this point is the comedic foil for for Cisco. I I don't know if that's all he is. I think in terms of this episode as a whole, that was his purpose. At the same time, if you go back to last week's episode. Him and Cisco really like we equate that being a Cisco heavy episode, but HR was the MacGuffin of the episode because yeah. Gypsy was after him and he played a very prominent role. And also by the end of that, he realized what kind of family and support system he has created for himself on this earth as opposed to Earth 19. And that's another good reason to have HR around. Earth-19, I mean, we've seen some photos leak that yep. shows a person in costume that could be the Flash from Earth-19. So I Ooh. think I think there's some purpose for him. He's He's grown a lot because initially when they first brought him on, I was really negative towards his character. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I guess the thing is, Tom Cavanaugh is just such a, a, an amazing actor. And, you know, I think... Uh, you know, first was well, season one when he was Wells Bond. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he was amazing. But I, you know, last season with Harry, uh, you know, of the various uh, iterations of, of Wells, Harry still is like the gold standard for me. Uh, right, and, and, and before you, and it's sort of hard. You know, now you got HR. You know, you got well, you got the face, but. Your personality, but you know, it's just—I agree with you. Last week, he he definitely served a very very strong purpose, and uh, and showing his you know, benefit for the team. But uh, but this week he goes back to just a goofy guy with the drumsticks. Yeah, and I just wanted to because you were talking about the many faces of Tom Cavanaugh. I mean, he has one face, but he plays multiple characters with that same face. Yep, yep, I just said that. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to shout out to Cisco for having one of my favorite lines of the episode where he explains to Barry after Barry questions like, how did Wells teach him? He's, Cisco replies with, his plan was more methodically constructed, was more methodically constructed than John Doe's plan in Seven, which is very true. <laughs> that is true. I just, I love that. I mean, yeah. you have the movie quote kind of reference in there, and then you have just the application to Harrison Wells and what happened in season one. So I love it. That was perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. perfect. Yeah. Big picture, though. We have a new metahuman resurface in Central City who, surprisingly enough, happens to be one of the characters that Alchemy turned into a metahuman during the first half of the season. 
So he's resurfaced. He remembers what happens on on Flashpoint. And more importantly, he remembers Joe West from Flashpoint. So he has a vendetta and Iris gets caught in the middle again. Again. <laughs> again. So for me, as an episode as a whole, I love how I feel like the last, the previous two episodes kind of made me forget about the first half of the season in a weird way. Yeah. Where... Suddenly, I'm reminded about everything that has happened, but it didn't it didn't drive that over. It wasn't overwritten to the point where I was annoyed by it. It felt like a really good piece of writing to bring this back up again and retrudge that fact. And um, and I thought that was it was it was a good episode for that very reason. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think. Uh, you you are you made a very good point that Flashpoint, in, in, in some regards, had been you know cast kind of to the back mm-hmm. of the of the, of the show and like it just other than you know you know really during the crossover uh, it you know they kind of wrapped up the wrapped it up and put a little bow on it. Other shows still touched on a little bit, but it seemed like here in the Flash. Mm-hmm. Flashpoint was, you know, it's like, oh, we've we moved on from that. So it was very, it was very, I will say, a uh, great plot device to bring it back and the way they brought it back this episode, just to, to remind everyone that, hey, you know, we are still seeing the consequences of Barry's very selfish choice to, to go back and save his mother and create Flashpoint. Yep, yep. Very, very, very. What have you done? <laughs> yep. And yeah, and yeah, and, and it's going to. And I think as the season continues, uh, we're going to continue to see that. And and also, you know, this also remind folks that yes, even though Julian is now part of Team Flash, thanks to Caitlin inviting him, mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, don't forget this guy was was alchemy, and he just, you know, he could still. Still upset the apple cart, so to, to with with the team as far as you know, Alchemy or, or Savitar using him again. Interesting. Yes. Now, <laughs> did you get the impression from this episode? I mean, at the end of it, Caitlin and Julian go for a drink together. Oh, uh, yes. Are they? Are they headed down that romantic uh, route? I'm I'm already seeing uh, was it Snowbert? I think uh, is the hashtag. Really, Snowbert? Yeah. Snowbert. Snow, <laughs> or yeah, I think that's one of the ones I saw. I, I didn't. I didn't live tweet last night, but uh, during, but uh, this just sort of seeing the after uh, some of the reactions on the flash hashtag, and of course uh, you have obviously have your West Island and Snowberry, but then I saw a few Snowberts and I'm just like, no, no, we talked about, you know, we, we talked about this before that in our last episode that we don't want them to go down this route. And I hope that they, the writers, it's just a friendly drink, platonic and not romantic, but this is a CW. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's always so tempting for them, and it's it kind of just feels cliche. Really, I'm just more fe- afraid for Julian's sake 
of heading into a romantic relationship with the Black Widow that is Caitlin Snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody she goes out with dies. Yeah. So, and well, I really like Julian. I think he adds a good... He has a different personality and he adds to the team and doesn't detract from it at a unique perspective. And I just hope that whatever relationship gets developed is for the better of both characters and not just to further that transition from Caitlin Snow into Killer Frost. See, I'm thinking it's the latter. I, I think it is going to... Something's going to happen to Julian that's going to set her down that path. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, the, it's <laughs> I mean, that's I just think, basically the construct of, of the character of Caitlin Snow. I mean, she just cannot be, you know, she's always going to have some kind of tragedy in her, in her life. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, but the, Character growth that's going to happen with this one is she, you know, between Eddie, I mean, between, excuse me, between Ronnie and uh, Jay slash Hunter. I'm going to talk about Hunter. <laughs> He's not Jay. <laughs> I'm not but when they in, were I'm together, gonna, he gonna was fall Jay. In, uh, I'm not going to fall into that trap of the characters on The Flash calling the person by their own name. <laughs> but uh you know she it's just going to happen something's going to happen to julian and it's going mm-hmm. to uh either she's going to either have to save him and you know and, and use the killer cross her her meta powers to save him or or something's going to happen and it's you know she's just going to just go off the edge and and go full full on killer frost to the point where she just maybe she turns on the thing. Right. I, I I like the latter of those ideas with him being in crisis and her attempting to save him and that kind of pushes her over the edge because something that's so interesting about his character is the way he deals with guilt that is similar to Barry. Mm-hmm. But more in line with Harry. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and also, I think just their their moment last night while they were trying to uh, save Iris, um, and you know she uh, was able to basically, you know, Julian was able to basically talk her back from the ledge. Right. At that yeah. moment. Uh, so I think. I think. So if they if 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 the writers take it in that direction where uh, Julian is sort of her you know how Iris is Barry's uh, you know focal point to get back from the Speed Force or or, or whatever uh, if the writers take Julian and that and Caitlin in that direction where he basically becomes that you know check on Killer Frost then you know it does. It, if they're going to make them a couple or whatever, then then you know having that sort of undercurrent there will, will, will make it more believable, right? Uh, instead you, of instead of just this random oh oh you know we do just, they actually do that on the show? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was just gonna ask. 
Um, something that again goes back to my point, like a million points ago about the fact that we forgot everything that happened during the first half of the season at the end of the episode, we find out Julian's going to go and try to find the unaccounted for husk. Yes. Which last time anyone referenced the fact that there was a certain number of husks that occurred in central city before we removed alchemy from the picture. I think that was all the way back in like episode six. I think so. Yeah. It was so awesome. And then, so for the writers to put that out there and then give us metahumans that had nothing to do with flashpoint, I think was so well executed because now it reminds us. And we're now we're curious, like what, who is the unaccounted for husk? And how is that going to play into everything that else that is currently going on in the show? Yep. I, that's, that's, a, that's, you know, I have forgotten about the unaccounted for husk until you, until you brought it back up, but I think it, it is a very, it, it, you're right. It, 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 again, reinforces how, even though now the mission is save Iris, uh, there's still, you know, there's still the consequences of a flashpoint. Yep. Consequences, 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 including training a kid flash. Yes. Even though you don't know how to train. I mean, <laughs> I, what, what is really funny is I kind of have to agree with Wally just with everything I'm currently going through in terms of real life, the idea of somebody explaining phasing to me the way Barry does, it's kind of like, yeah, but seriously, how? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Go ahead. It's sort of, it, I guess, to take a sports analogy, is it's sort of like, uh, you know, Michael Jordan or, or LeBron James trying to teach someone, you know, how to how to do the things that they do because i mean that's basically what barry is to wally at this point it's like you know you know notwithstanding you know fawn and, and, and zoom <laughs> <laughs> and you know you know dragon and savitar dragon yeah. barry you know throughout the city. I mean, that's happened in all three seasons where Barry's gotten beaten to a pulp. And <laughs> Everyone is faster than Barry yeah. Allen, except Wally West. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, you know, but I, I, I do think, it, you know, it is, it's one of those things that like life, you know, it's like, I'm good at this. You should be able to do it too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, wh- why, why can't you get this kid? You know, you have the same power as I do. It's just you, all you got to do is just move it. You know, just just do it. And you know, I think it was good um, how they, you know, Barry realized like, oh, I'm not being a you know good mentor. It was it was a good character movement for for him, right? Because uh, I have because you know Barry's growth has got stalled a little bit. Uh, yeah. As far as his, you know, beyond, I mean, obviously there's the the relationship he has with Iris. I mean, that's really blossoming. But Barry, you know, look at how he interacted with Jay Garrick of Earth 3. Barry now realized, like, hey, you know, I've got to, if I'm going to teach Wally, 
it was a realization like, you know, I, I'm kind of the senior speedster here in the city now, so I need to, you know, not only tell him how to do it, but, you know, but, but encourage and encourage and empower him to do it. Because we saw right. earlier in the season, we, we saw when Wally became Kid Flash, first Barry was like, go for it, go for it. And then once he got the powers, then he was like, whoa, 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 whoa let's slow down. And he was trying to put the, put the shackles on, mm-hmm. on Wally. And I think it was good for Barry to finally realize that. And even though he didn't outright say it, he realized, he recognized what he was doing. Right. And I think more importantly, <laughs> because I just realized this while you were talking about their dynamic in the episode, is that Wally couldn't phase until Iris's, well, not even Iris's life, because I guess Iris's life was on the line during that final scene, yeah. but it was more about taking out the person who hurt her, which if I remember correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong about this, Barry did not learn how to phase until the trickster episode in season one, which I believe is episode 18 or 19. And at that moment when he did it, Iris's life was on the line. Yep. I think Man. I think you're correct. I think you are correct. That is crazy. I wonder if the writers did that on purpose. They, I think they, they probably did. Um, just, you know, because, again, you know, it, the whole undercurrent in The Flash is, is, is always about family. Whether no, it's, it's about by, West family. And the West family, in particular, <laughs> the West family. Yes, you are. Yes. And so, so I, yeah, I think that was just that. I think you made a very good point. It's just that bridge that, you know, between Barry and Wally's powers and their experiences as speedsters do flow through through Iris. Right. Right. Do you, after watching this episode, I got two questions for you. All right. Is Wally the key to save Iris in the long run? And if not, is will his storyline also, if he continues on into later seasons, kind of fall flat like Barry? Like you were talking before about the growth of Barry Allen and how it's kind of stalled out. So adding Kid Flash and having him assume the mentor role is good to keep him a part of the show. I mean, the show's about him. Right. Ultimately, it's Barry Allen's show. But still, it just adds a new dynamic and another role for him to play. But, I mean, how much further can Wally grow into this? I think, well, I could look at, I could answer it a couple ways. I guess one way I could look at it is, I'm going to take it, away from the comics context because we've seen that the CW show you know, basically uses the, the comic as the construct mm-hmm. and will take elements of the Flash comics and, and put them into a TV show but then build on it with, the, right. with, their, with their own story. So I want to answer it, this question as a CW show question. Uh, <laughs> not and 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 not 
step on the canon that's been established in the comics. Okay. So, Politically correct. <laughs> so, uh, I think Barry and Wally, I think Wally is going to grow into his own, he's going to, he's going to ultimately grow to replace Barry as the Flash. Ooh. So, could season one, could the future that Wells kept looking at in season one, that's still a possibility? I think that's still a very, very strong possibility. Don't know if it's going to be the cliffhanger for this season, but I think at some point in the future of the show, Barry is going to disappear into the Speed Force again. You, you don't think that would be a series finale? Uh, no. I do not. I, I think that it will, uh, Barry will go off, you know, will save save the universe, an Earth, the Earth One universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wally will take the mantle. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, and I, I know I said this is a CW construct, but show, but I mean, I will, again, Drawing all the comics, but then they put their own spin on it. Uh, right, and and I think for, you know Wally does eventually grow into becoming a Flash. Right, and and mean to your point also, if the Flash sticks more to the comics than Arrow does, and I don't even know, there's not really a Legends of Tomorrow comic. I mean, those are right. all characters, but. Still, that's in and of itself, like, this whole other thing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if we're going to talk about comics influence, I'm, I'm, it's pretty safe to say that they're going to follow a similar path with loose path, but not too loose. Right, right. So, I think, yeah, so I think, you know, because, I mean, ultimately, you know, because ultimately their vote will be, will have basically two flashes, and, you know, Barry will have, his story, Wally will have his own story, and maybe Wally will have to, you know, have to go be go to Starling City or, or, or some other place. Probably Earth, too, to Earth. visit his girlfriend. Oh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. So, do you think Wally and uh, Cecile's daughter is a potential item? Or do you no. think... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just say no... Because I I honestly found her to be a little bit annoying. <laughs> that episode. She was so, like, she was she was channeling every fanboy and every fangirl that follows this show. <laughs> that was just a little that was crumb to us. <laughs> well, then I don't like looking into the mirror because I hope that's not what I sound like sometimes. I mean, and also I I still. They've started something with this Jesse Crick and Wally West thing yeah. that I find to be really interesting. Yeah, I agree. So I hope that they explore it more because, I mean, to your point about the comics, we already met Linda Park, yeah. who Wally ends up with. And right. I'm I'm pretty sure I've kind of crossed that out of ever happening yes. because of age differences. Right. And right. I don't really know if it'll make sense. It doesn't. It wouldn't. So right. yeah, it, it wouldn't make sense uh, at all, and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I hope they do keep the. Well, and maybe we'll see it now since Jesse uh, came 
at you know came at the end of the episode to uh, you know for help for help. So yeah, it, it would be nice, and you know, and and they did have their moment when they rec- you know when they finally uh, recognized their obvious mutual attraction to each other. Uh, a few mm-hmm. episodes, I guess. Uh, before the last time we saw them, saw them together, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's a definitely fertile ground uh, to 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 be explored there. Uh, right. Those characters, even going back to season two, they they those characters have all have had a, a a natural chemistry between them. Yeah, and they're kind of on the same page. Yep. Their perspectives about the world and who they've become. Are, are so parallel that it it makes sense. I mean, a lot of times people don't like when on, on TV show, I'm not talking about real life, when if the character is exactly like one another, that kind of is boring to watch on screen. So it's good to have contrast. But for in terms of Jesse and Wally, because they're from two different Earths, there is some contrast to them. Yep. So... I still find it really interesting, but they can also connect because they're both speedsters now, and that's yep. what they've always wanted and everything. Yep. And they're cute together. <laughs> um, they, they the are. only thing that could be standing in their way, though, is Savitar, because there was a photo released of him standing in front of Jesse Quick. Huh. <laughs> And Will's checking the computer now, so I'm just gonna move forward. No, I got like a ding message. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. So, well, good. We're back. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, so what do you think about the possibility that Savitar may not may kill Jesse Quick this season? Oh, oh. I think she'll survive. I mean, I know, I know we're getting heavy old speedsters because now we have, but we have Jesse, we have Wally, we have Jay from Earth 3, we may have a, we may have, we've heard some possible mention of an Earth 19, you know, it could be a speedster there, so, obviously Barry, but, you know, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any, Overusage of speeder speedsters. I mean, I think they've done a good job of, of you know maybe establishing folks, but then people go off and you know protect their own protect their own Earths. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I don't I don't think I don't think we're gonna lose a speedster this season. Good call, fair call. I kind of agree with it. I mean, and and to to move forward on that note I mean it's not only speedster heavy these days we got a lot of metahumans especially in this episode I mean here's all of the big moments that happened that kind of made me step back and say to myself seriously (laughs) (laughs) can they do that I'm not sure how far we're bending like the natural law of physics here (laughs) um and also, it kind of caught me off guard, considering this whole season, you're constantly hearing those words, Barry, you are not a god, and yet this episode showcases all of these powers that these metas 
have, and it's and it's crazy. I mean, you have Cisco vibe to Flashpoint right. that happened. Yep. You have Caitlin stop the spread of the virus by freezing <laughs> Iris's arm. Yeah. But it can't be too cold and it can't be too warm or she'll lose nerve be, damage. It has to be just right, like the Forge, like Goldilocks. And it was. It was just <laughs> right. It was the Goldilocks. It was the Goldilocks snow. <laughs> yep, yep. And then Barry phases an entire train through rubble. And I'm talking rubble as in cement blocks Yeah. and other I- stuff. Yeah, I the phasing. I, I'm so I'm glad to see it. I was I like, oh, just don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, when did we when did we learn this skill? Okay, that escalated quickly. Very, very. <laughs> and I mean, and then after performing that stunt, he then tells. Wally exactly what he has to do to defeat yeah. the new metahuman, which yeah. is to phase his own blood yeah. through the metahuman. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't have With, to call and he didn't have to call and he did not have to call back the Starlabs for that solution. Nope. Nope, because Barry, even though he phased an entire train, he w- was able to catch his breath and figure out the solution and Relay it over to Wally to save the day. Yeah. See, I thought oh, when I goodness. when I saw the train going down the tracks, I thought that the solution that they were going to have was basically them using their doing the arm vortex thing and slowing it down that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I was I have to admit I was pleasantly surprised to see the uh, to see the phasing of, like of the train. The- I mean, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I like seeing it. A part of me is very skeptical about that. Like, it's one thing for Barry to face himself through something, but then the, to take not even just somebody else along for the ride, yeah. but an entire train. <laughs> okay? That is not a small thing. And then I don't even want to get started on the Wally phasing thing at the end because I still don't really understand how that works and how that also yeah. prevented him from getting hurt. What, yeah. Just, one thing I, I wish, know. one thing I wish they had taken from the comics though was there was a, I think it might've been either, I think it might've been Mark Wade's run on uh, the flash, but uh, um, it was a flash year one. It was like after Wally had visit, was visiting Barry in central city and got his powers and, I think it was one of the first times that Barry taught Wally how to how to phase, and he got him started and to hold the vibration, and then Wally basically like uh, basically cut a hole in the wall, so it's Barry to phase space through it. Wally actually like actually his his outline like ended up going through the brick wall where they were practicing. I wish they had done something like that to show that. I was, I was, I was hoping they would. I was hoping that whenever they they were in the lab, they were going to have something similar to that. We were talking about building obstacles for him to to phase through, but instead he just he just bounced off. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Wally, maybe Jesse doesn't know how to phase yet, and they'll use that for Wally to teach Jesse how to phase. Just maybe. saying. Yeah. Do and, it. Yeah, but again, <laughs> I, but the only thing, the only problem, yeah, the only thing is. 
with that is, you know, we don't want to, you know, the, and I, I appreciate the, the, the dilemma that the writers are in because we don't want to undermine Barry because mm-hmm. as far as the star of the show. Right. And, and so we're, because it, it seemed in particular like last week we were getting into that, inching into that territory where Barry was getting undermined, undermined as far as being the, the, the star of the show. Right. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's the star of the show so much as him being, well, yeah, we'll stick with the star of the show because I guess in my mind, I feel like then he's constantly being undermined considering what we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Like Barry is never the fastest person alive. True. (laughs) Even though he is. Even though he is. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but what I mean by the star is just more, he, he, you know, he's he's like the lead speedster in, right. in, in, in Central City now, and you know we've, you know, even though throughout the episodes, you know, since Wally's gained his powers, yes, he's picked up certain things faster than Barry did, but we don't, you know, if you know. You know, we don't want Wally to grow to the point, you know, past Barry at, at, at this point in the show because that would just, just structurally and that would just be problematical on so many levels. Right. No. It, it's one I mean, thing. It's one thing to have a villain who's like, for example, fun, who's from the future. You know, he's obviously perfected his speedster craft over time, clearly by being able to come back in time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it makes sense that in season one, Vaughn was obviously stronger and more advanced as a speedster than Barry. Zoom, he basically, you know, used Velocity 9 to to, to, to cheat. And, and, <laughs> Cheater. Yeah, well, even, yeah. And, you know, helped made himself artificially faster than Barry. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Barry's no. had a natural growth as a speedster. Good points. Barry's the fastest man alive sometimes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> without, most without, of the without, time. Without most of the time. Without a tachyon booster or velocity line. Yeah, yeah. And he is a star of the show. But really, in terms of this episode, with the Wally Barry thing going on, and also, finally, Iris admits the truth to Joe about... Yep her pending death and Joe right around right goes right around and doesn't blame Iris from withholding the truth from him, but blames Barry, which I thought was really kind of out of line. I didn't exactly agree with that. Actually, I actually, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, you should blame Barry. Why? Because Barry, Barry should know better. He should have, I mean, of all people, with the flash, we keep going back to Flashpoint, and all the other times he's messed with the timeline. Barry, of all of all people, should have convinced Iris to tell Joe from the outset. Well, he kind of did. I mean, in a way, she kept looking to him for that encouragement, saying, "No, you should tell him now." And then she would always step away and then they would come back to the situation again and she would look at him again and 
Yeah. He kept pushing her. I mean, anytime they spoke about it, he would always be he, the first one. Joe needs to know this. He, so yeah. it's not, sure. I, I feel like it just was kind of, I'm sure there was a missing conversation that we weren't, are not privy to. You know, maybe Joe was just acting, acting out old Barry because of just, you know, prior situations where, you know, where they've kept the, you know, where they've kept things from Iris, for example, like season one, right. they kept Eddie and Joe and Barry working together from Iris to protect her. Right. So Joe may have just been like, act, you know, playing Barry because in the past it's been Barry has been the one to, to keep things from other people. So maybe he thought, you know, There you go again, Mary. <laughs> there you go, there you go there again, Mary. There you go again. There you go again. Yeah. yeah. Now, Wally was in the room for that whole conversation, right? Uh, he was. Okay. Did anybody else kind of feel very awkward when Joe, after learning about this and then lashing out, he says something along the lines of, Barry, you should have known. I mean, they all did not grow up in this household. <laughs> kind of, I mean, from, from, we, we all, we all saw season two and that first awkwardness and tension between Wally, Barry, and Joe with the fact that Barry is ultimately an adopted son for Joe. And, even though Wally is his biological son, he didn't raise him for all those years like he did with Barry. Right. So it's, it's a very complicated relationship. So for me, for some reason, as soon as Joe was lashing out, not only was I questioning why is he so angry at Barry when he also knows his daughter and probably w realizes that if she didn't want Joe to know, Barry was not going to cross him. Yeah. I mean, Barry has common sense and loves Iris. <laughs> so, but then he throws in that thing about the household and I'm like, oh, poor uh, Wally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Cause didn't Wally, I think, cause what is it like? See, wasn't it like right after that scene where, no, it was later where, no, it was later when Wally and Barry had their, their heart to heart about the mentoring thing. Yeah, because yeah. it was right after Iris got injured. Right. And that's when Wally started having some doubts and realizing that you may have Spitzer problems, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you always win. You're not Barry Allen. Only Barry Allen always wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you did kind of win in this episode, so that's all good. So... I don't know if we want to retredge this because we, we sort of talked about this last time too about my prediction that Killer Frost is going to kill Joe West this season. Yeah. But I couldn't help but be reminded about that prediction during this episode just in terms of how they're using Joe this season. He is now the clueless father being left out of secrets, that's never a good sign, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a good sign. He's developing this relationship with Cecile and her daughter and starting to find happiness. Again, 
not a good sign. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just warning everyone. There's a high possibility that Joe might be the one to actually die this season. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. I mean, I, I love Joe West. He, I mean, one Jesse L. Martin is just just a phenomenal actor <laughs> and brings so much gravitas to the show. Uh, and so, you know, just just for that selfish reason alone, I, I hope they keep him around. Uh, but I, I have to admit, you your your points are are, are very well taken, and yeah, I think the you know all those little crumbs that they're putting out there could lead could be one one possibility is that they may end up saving Iris but losing Joe. Yeah, one possibility. I mean, we we talked about this before. The future, there are so many possibilities. We have no idea what the writers are thinking. However, we're very educated with these guesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try to be. We try to be. Um, another thing that is starting to wear on me is Wes Allen. Yes. I This is the first season where, with their premiere episode and pretty much the first half of the season, I became pretty on board with Wes Allen. They were cute. I liked their blossoming relationship. However, this second half of the season, we're only three episodes in, and I'm starting to get tired and more tired of seeing Iris as the damsel in distress and constantly just being tied over those train tracks and I, I get they're, they're trying not to make it come off that way. I mean, the other week, she chose to follow that story, which caused her it to get into trouble. But And that was sort of um, self-preservation because yeah. she wanted to make sure that she left her mark on the world. So they a, did a good job with that. Yeah. Then they turn around in this week, and it's like... Barry, you're my superhero, or my boyfriend's a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just it did feel like uh, it did feel like straight up silver silver age Lois Lane there. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I don't know. It it felt like I saw both sides of the the same storyline play out in two different episodes yeah. back to back. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do hope uh, with the upcoming Gorilla City episodes and the musical crossover and other things that, yes, we all know what the mission is, what, what, you know, what's the MacGuffin for the second half of the season. But, you know, let's let's dial back. Let, uh, Iris is a, a very interesting character when they show her, like last week, where she is pursuing a story and, and, and working her craft. The mm-hmm. damsel in distress it just doesn't it's just it's, it doesn't work. We're we're in the twenty first century y'all. We we don't need damsels in, in distress. Nope. Nope. But I do appreciate a good hero every now and then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, but yes, but actually in Slimmer's guard she is the hero because again in, in, in one sense, uh, you know, uh, of T Flash is that whatever Barry 
gets it a jab, whether it's Grodd in for is, is getting his butt kicked by Grodd in season one, mm-hmm. or uh, you know Grodd in season two. No, Grodd in season two. Yeah, <laughs> Speed Force. You know, she's Great always moment. yep. She's always the 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 anchor, and it brings it back. So or or yeah. or or gets it focused. So you know, so I think they when they when they explore that part of their relationship. That's what is with West Island's at its best, right? Right. Uh, but when, now, you, when when they're when they're seen as almost equals as far as where they 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 really do are are synced and, and, and are are a couple, right? And it's important that the show retains the human perspective with all the meta humans running around. Yeah stirring things up so she brings a very important perspective in terms of the show and maybe that's why joe was suddenly in the background because he adds that element too amongst other things however there can only be one human in central city yeah yeah Yeah. i said it (laughs) do you do you think that they're gonna I mean, earlier you were talking to how, how this is a CW show. Yep. And so they follow certain story types or storylines pretty regularly across the board with all of their shows. So then with that in mind, is Wes Allen doomed to break up in the near future or are they made to last for ongoing sh- seasons? Uh, just like any couple, they'll have their ups and downs. But I, I but I, I do think they will. This is one pairing that will endure. Much to the chagrin of my Snowberry friends, uh, I think. Uh, uh, we can't have Barry Allen die. Oh no! And Iris <laughs> is not going to die. I, and that's why I think your your theory about Joe is, is unfortunately on point. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, that someone's going to have to go and you know what bigger gut punch to us all even I think to, even at the Barry in particular even more mm-hmm. so than, than Henry would be losing right. Joe would be losing Joe yeah yeah I mean and and after Henry's death Barry created Flashpoint yeah. <laughs> what is Barry going to create next <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> so many things Oh boy, so, that that could be the fate worse than death. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that was great. That was good. Ten points for you. That was great. Um. So, so do you think in for the episode, have are they doing a good job with preventing the future from happening in terms of virus? I mean, this episode also included the premonition about Luigi's. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I think they're one for one right now. Uh, they 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 scored a point last week with uh, Kid Flash uh, changing with Plunder, but uh, I think this week with Luigi's, you know, it, it's to be determined. But right now, I would say it looks like a loss. Hmm. Yeah, I also I wonder how. It's kind of scary to think that, okay, the previous episode, I changed something. However, I am not sure about, A, what I changed, Uh or, B, how that change 
will um, the repercussions from that change will affect the overall scenario that I'm trying to avoid. Right. So I may have changed it for the better or I may have changed it for the worse. Yep. Yep. At the same time, as a viewer, it's very entertaining to then in the back of your mind consider, okay, well, what if by making this change, suddenly that's why Robbie's back from, or not Robbie, but Ronnie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are those R names? Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie, Robbie. We know. Yeah. We know who you're talking about. I have an actor named Robbie. Play (laughs) character named Ronnie. It's confusing. (laughs) Like he's suddenly around for God knows what reason. And are you caught up on Legends of Tomorrow? Uh I watched last night's episode, so and I and I saw I haven't I have I didn't watch the episode with Black Flash last week, but I, I've read about it, so I'm familiar with I, I that he's that he's back. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of often on that show and something to your point, something that brought me back to it was the fact that there's a lot of tie-ins to Flash. I mean, they have Eobard Vaughn right. causing a lot of mayhem, Black Flash, who of course Eobard is afraid of, yep. which I think is funny. <laughs> and well, I saw some crazy theories on that that I guess this are thought all that show might be a time limit, so maybe that's why he's trying to. Well, he is. Yeah. And he's also like there's they're talking about in terms of the episodes that I've seen, they've discussed the idea that he's trying to prevent his own death in the long run for what happened with Eddie. So if you're not watching legends of tomorrow and you're a big fan of season three, the flash get on board with season two of legends of tomorrow, because I'm pretty sure that there's going to be some massive tie-ins towards the later end of the season. And I, I for one don't want to be a person like, where the heck did the Spear of Destiny come yeah. from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. And, and, and all I hope. And it's much easier to do now since they're all back to back. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. And maybe that's another reason why they chose that. I, I mean, they could have put Legends of Tomorrow on a Wednesday night yeah. right after Arrow, but they chose specifically on Tuesday. So coincidence? I think not. Or it is there it just need that strong tight lead in to to keep uh, legends on the air. So you know what? Well, I had a good point. We could have left it there, but you just had to go in there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it's 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 the sinus infection. I'm sorry. <laughs> the the nitrous right, so, kicking in. <laughs> I'm gonna have you pick one of these. So either we can go over some news about the flash that we've already discussed, but now we have new information or B we can do a little bit of a discussion about one of my favorite shows, Arrow. I, I, I'm going to flip a coin. Uh, I know I left it up. I know I, I missed last week's Arrow, but I watched this evening's episode. So I could, I will let you take the lead on Arrow. Okay, okay, people. Arrow season five. Um, I actually really like this season. I know that the fan base is kind of a bit divided, rightly so. 
especially if you're a Laurel Lance fan. <laughs> um, if you are not caught up on the season, again, spoiler alert, because they, after killing off Laurel in the previous season, they recently brought her back. Oh, wait, they didn't. That is Black Siren. Oh, wait, there's another Black Canary. Oh, wait, she's Dinah Drake. Yes, yeah. they did that. And for me, I like it. And I kid you not, Will, but I believe it was in November when I tweeted or direct messaged a very close friend of ours who loves Arrow and told her, hey, I think the new Black Canary is going to be Dinah Drake. Oh, we've got to see this timestamp tweet. You need- oh, <laughs> it's, it's not a tweet. It's a direct message. Yes, but- yes. You will back me up on this. Okay. I, I do need, have it. In, okay. We need, collab- we, we need corroboration. <laughs> totally thought this because I'd, I'd recently heard about how she was the original one. And I'm like, huh, I bet that's going to be the new one. Cause it kind of makes sense. I mean, I also understand all of the uproar about it. So I'm not sure from your perspective, even though you're not as big of a fan of Arrow as I am, but do you think it was fan service? Is it trying, is it a poor apology to the people who really wanted to see Laurel Lance Black Canary on Arrow? I mean, what was your interpretation of that reveal? I think, I think it was some of that. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, the writers and producers are, are very attuned, plugged into what the uh, what we, what we're what we're all saying and doing, uh, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so I, I think there was, was some of that, and, and also I think maybe it's uh, you know some, you know add, add some creative tension to the story as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's very interesting. Again, we just finished talking about the Flash and how they're pretty consistent. But, I mean, everybody has their Jay Garrick moment when they screw some of the stuff up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Granted, I I feel like the Laurel Lance character has been, she's just been screwed up season after season after season, and it just continues to get worse. That being said, I also think that the fans, you can be upset about this, but that actress had nothing to do with this decision. She got a part. She's playing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so remember people. I, yeah. I just heart like, and she is doing a good job. I like her. I don't mind her. I don't think she's distracting. I thought it was, it, it's exactly what they should have done with Laurel to begin with the whole central city metahuman route. And they just decided that, they wanted to use Laurel for a different purpose. And now we have Dinah Drake, the original. So who knows? Maybe in a season I'll be sick of her and also hoping <laughs> that they kill her off. I don't know. We shall see. It is interesting. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up was somebody took a screenshot of IMDB for for an upcoming episode of Arrow, I believe it's episode 17, Checkmate. And in the cast listing, it includes Tommy Merlin slash Prometheus. Yes, the dread, the spoiler zone of the Internet Movie Database. 
Yeah, I mean, it's your best friend, Will. It is. It is. I'm telling you, folks. It's if you, if oh, I thought you were, I figured you already had seen it. That's why I didn't tweet it to you. But uh, but folks, if you want to get a good spoiler, just just work on the uh, internet movie database. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's not that I'm surprised. I'm surprised that they put it out there. Yes. However, well, it's some poor production. Yeah. Some poor production assistants. Like, oh, let's go ahead and do this. See if anybody, <laughs> yeah. see if it, let's just see if anybody catches it. <laughs> yeah, because Will will. Will will. <laughs> but I'm more, I'm more just hoping that this is true because there is the other side of it that we've seen that somebody's pointed out when information like this is spilled and then it's removed and suddenly that theory is out the window. So, until the episode airs, it is not fact. However, to you, Will, does it make sense that Tommy Merlin would be Prometheus? It makes it does, it makes sense. Yes, and yeah. why? Uh, I mean, it's uh, I mean, who who better to be Prometheus than someone who knows so much about Oliver? Yep. I mean, yep. Uh, and know, has a vendetta against Oliver. Yes, yes. Uh, so that I mean that, that just that just makes sense. I, I know I know in our in our show prep we talked about uh, possibly uh, uh, what's his name I'm blanking right now being Walter. Uh, Walter yes Walter being uh, Prometheus uh, as another potential suspect. But you know I, I think uh, as it just bring in, just drop out someone who doesn't have any connection to what's been built up over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be would be would be nuts. It's got to be someone that will just just rock Oliver to the core. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we've had the past two seasons, Ross, however you want to pronounce his game. I know that there's been disputes about it, but now I'm afraid of mispronouncing it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, um, it's, Raj there's Raj or Raj. 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 Yeah. How do they say it in, uh, in, in the Dark Knight, in the Batman trilogy? There's also race. Yes. Race Salgill. Yeah. He, he kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, he's an established villain, obviously, from the Dark Knight tri- trilogy and Batman, but he's still just surprised and then went away. Yeah. Damien Dark, same thing, even though he's now on Legends of Tomorrow, and maybe that's another reason why I'm not the biggest Legends of Tomorrow fan, but they're keeping both Dark and Malcolm Merlin entertained, and I'm happy about that, because yes. they're not on Arrow right now. <laughs> <laughs> but can always show up but again. Tommy, they, they can, and they, they probably will. I mean, they, they're probably just sitting on the bench waiting for season five. At the same time, for we were promised that the this season would tie heavily back to season one. I mean, between the way it's shot, between the story arcs, yeah. the fans from the first season would be really satisfied this time around. And you cannot do that with Joe somebody or 
right. Clayton who yeah. underneath the mask. So it, it, I really hope that it's Tommy. I have my doubts about that coming true. At the same time, I will be satisfied if it's Walter. I will be satisfied if it's Robert Queen, which yeah. is another possibility. Yeah. Just don't let it be nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Because that it just it's not good. No. It's not good. And I mean anything's possible when you have Talia Al Ghul also coming in and yes. coming in in probably the best way they've done a character introduction. I mean, she's tied back to Oliver's own first mentor on the island. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What did you think of that? Oh, I mean, I, I think I didn't I had, had thought of it at that point until you just brought yeah. that up. But you're right. I mean, it, it's it's everything goes back to the island, and mm-hmm. uh, and so again, I think it. Uh, you know, I think for for a long time, Arrow viewers, and uh, you know, it, it hopefully, it's very satisfying to get back to sort of the I guess the, the roots and core of what attracted people to the show to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, everything does go back to all, the island, including Oliver Queen, which, yes, he's supposed to go and, back to the island. And, this and, given, and given that, if I, if I recall, I mean, this, this is the last season of the flashbacks. You're not doing those anymore, correct? As far as we know, that's so, what we were promised. So, this so, is the last season. So so what better way of, of, of wrapping those sequences up by by out, by what the stories that they're doing now. Yep, yep. Well, let's see. I mean, now we're off to Russia, and I have yet to watch the episode, but I will. Okay. And Arrow's in a good place. So we're going to leave it at that. Um, Twitter, I mean, Will, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. Yes, you can find me at Will W M Polk. That's Will W I L L M. P is in Paul O L K, and, and that's Will, and that's that's me. That's that's my that's my Twitter handle. And uh, please feel free to follow. I you may have to put up with a few sports and other tweets in between things, but I try to keep that interesting. Yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter at sjbelmont s j b e l m o n t. Please follow everyone on Twitter at Cena Nerd. That's at Scene. S-C-E-N-E, capital N, capital N, E-R-D, Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Send complaints to Matt Salazar for, again, not making an appearance on the Flash episode. I don't, I don't know what his problem is, but send all complaints to him. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on our iTunes feed. Let us know your thoughts on The Flash Season 3, Arrow Season 5, the Berlantiverse in general, and all of your current TV obsessions. And on that note, good night and geek out. You're welcome. Batman, move your head. (laughs) Peace out. Yay.